what's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first inaugural episode of this week's picks. I'm Ryan with my longtime friend and colleague, Mr. Jason. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going uh, there? Good, good, uh, good to be here in my home. Right, right. I love the modern era of recording a podcast, not having to be in the same room. Oh, all right. Well, a little brief talk about what this podcast is about. We're going to break down our picks of the week in all things media, sports, gambling, books, movies, TV, you name it. We're going to come with this week's picks. Kind of give you something to look forward to this week. Maybe catch something you haven't seen. They'll be old. They'll be new. They'll be stuff that's streaming today and easy to find. So with that start, we'll start with Jason's first pick of the week. Well, so I got uh, two two roads to go here. I've got a whiskey recommendation and two movie recommendations, but older films, classics. I got you. that you may have forgotten about. Which which way do we want to go? Let's start with the movies. We'll start movies first. No. You know. All right. You know what I've seen recently is um, Heat. Oh, the nineteen classic nineteen ninety five from Michael Mann. Al Pacino, De Niro, Kilmer, John Voight. I mean, we could just keep listing people for another few minutes. But, um, you know, I, I think it just kind of tends to get forgotten. I mean, you know, I mean, not forgotten, but move on. So much stuff to watch. Yeah. I think it's worth a revisit. And I do know every time I see, like, that movie on a streaming service, you just don't understand from the thumbnail, if you will, what it's about. And that is a great thumbnail. 90s film I think it's it's very lost. I'll tell you this, guys. If you haven't seen this film and you like The Town that came out, 2010s, oh, that's a good point. it's yeah. very much the precursor to The Town. I love the I love Heat. I think it's some of those yeah. guys' best work. But I do. I don't. I wonder why I, it got lost. I don't know. I think I don't know. I know you can watch it. I think it's on YouTube right now, like uh, an ad version. You know, you can just go to regularoldyoutube.com and they have it there. Well, with ads, or you can pay a few bucks and rent it from any digital, you know, Amazon, um, Microsoft, whatever you're you're using has it on there for rent for three, four bucks. Excellent. I, I'm very um, worth you know what worth three or four bucks. You mind. know what I did forget in that film is um, Danny Trejo and Natalie Portman are in it. Danny Trejo is in it. You're right. He's he's part of the team. Natalie Portman he's has to like be the, young in that one. Oh yeah, that's like we on the professional era, so that young. Yeah, I don't. I did not remember her in that, but um, man, just a just a really great heist crime film. It is. It is a uh, little long, so you know, definitely block out your evening. Yeah, it's a very much a Scorsese vibe length of film, you know. So um, those people with shorter attention spans might want to break it up. And there actually probably is a great moment to pause that film and come back to it. If you had to have a watch it in, it in parts. Yeah, now that I think about it, it almost does kind of have acts in a sense. Yeah, you know? it's a very much that like classic vibe. So so what do you got going for us this evening? Uh, evening. Uh, <laughs> I'm also going with the classics. All right, a little bit of classics that maybe I have got excited because the fifth film of the franchise is rumored to be getting made. I came across these on HBO Max. We're going to stick with movies. And it's the Lethal Weapon Collection. Really? Yes. So there's four of them out there already, but obviously one and two are darker, grittier, more, I think, the vibe they wanted them to be. And three and four get a little bit more comedic, which is still great. They're still fun films. Don't get me wrong. 
but they got a little lighter. Even the filming and the photography, cinematography, it's lighter, like areas of rooms and you know the lighting and everything. The shade of the film is lighter. But man, one and two are so good. And I literally watched them again this week. I've been watching them on the treadmill as I work out, so I'm kind of breaking them up. But I've been watching them, and they are fantastic. But yes, there are rumors that Mel Gibson and Danny Glover are coming back for Lethal Weapon Five. Now, it is for a TV show had, recently, but I haven't watched it at all. Hmm. I had not heard about the coming back for a fifth. It's one. a. I think it's a. It's one out there, way off rumors, you know. But uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Who is it? They. I. I love. Great pick. Great recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um. Love the first few. I love all of them recently. It's just the tone changes, like you said. Who is the um, comedic relief they bring in in three? They bring them in in two, actually. It's, uh, Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, right. Uh, Leo, Leo gets. Yeah, if you need it, Leo gets it. Yeah, he's like the accountant or whatever. But he he sticks around. And then they bring in Renee Russo in four, I think, three or four. They bring her in. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. For some reason, I was picturing like Chris Rock or something. Does he come in in four and date Danny Glover's daughter, son, daughter? Yeah, I was going to say he's like a son-in-law or something, right? It might be. I'll, I have, Like I said, I haven't seen three or four recently. I've watched one and two. But it, you're right. There is somebody else they bring in around round four that they add for comedic relief. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, anyway, guys, that whole four-film box set is streaming on HBO Max as of today, April 14th, 2023, the moment of this uh, recording. So... Those are some classic '90s films. Uh, it's you know, it's just it's got. Some, you'll realize you've heard quotes in the world, in pop culture that are from those movies that you don't realize are from those movies. Of so many shows, like I, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like an entire episode of How I Met Your Mother, an entire episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just especially that I'm too old for oh, this stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, that is the the quintessential quote from that movie. And to go back to Heat, you know, <laughs> Al Pacino has that part where he's like, and she's got a great ass. And that's in so many things. And I didn't know what that was from until I saw Heat for the first time. And I was like, what? I don't get that reference. I think they referenced that New Girl of all places. But anyway, so yeah. Oh, some great classic 90s films there. It's kind of funny how we both went 90s films. We didn't talk. Well, and then we also went with cr- almost crime detective films. Yeah, we, well... Yeah, it's interesting. We didn't talk about these beforehand. I wasn't sure if we should have or shouldn't, but it, who knows? Um, interesting you went with the 90s film because my second recommendation, forgotten recommendation, should be a segment, I suppose, forgotten recommendation. I like it. Um, is uh, another 90s film with Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward. Okay. Uh, Tremors. Oh, yes. 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 Directed by Ron Underwood. And um, what a silly premise. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. it is just like the um, the buddy duo, just good chemistry, good humor, good character. All the characters in the film are just stand on their own. They really do. Um, uh, Rita McIntyre is fantastic in that film. Yes. Yeah, she is. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, it's... It's basically like a handyman, and I don't remember what um, the other guy does. Just living in like this desert in the middle of Nevada, some podunk town. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly, like these, what would you call them? Like these, 
man-eating worms. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, tunnel bringing, underground and eat yeah, people. Yeah, like, um, yeah. They had a little, they had to, they opened their mouth. The extra grabber thing has come out. If you've seen Aliens with uh, Sigourney Weaver, it's like the extra mouth coming out of those, but like longer. I don't know. It's they're, yeah, but they go underground. And I guess they they oh, I remember seeing coming out of my head right now the family in the station wagon as it gets drugged. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. It, it's so hard to explain to people because it's like it's a nineties early nineties. Early nineties, yeah. Yeah. And it it's it's almost like a horror film, but you would never I've never in all the times I watched it, I never thought horror. You know. I'd be interested to go see what genre it falls under, but I think it almost—I think it almost does fall under horror. I think it would. It, it is listed under comedy horror action. <laughs> there you go, there you go, there you go. You don't know where to place it. You put it under all three. Um, it's it's like a B, you know, a B movie, yeah. a monster B movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just everything. Every part of it just executed so well. I agree. No. I agree. And it stands up over time. I think there's been some sequels that aren't standing up over time, but um Oh no, but, no, only the first oh, yeah. one. Only the first one's recommended here. <laughs> um pra- all practical effects, so it all stands up. That is true. Over time. That's very true. Back in the day, um, yeah. No very character driven. Um even all the side characters, they all just yeah, there's no um what's the term we're looking for where you're just like one-offs, even one-off the lost people that you don't care about. Yeah, even even the side characters, they aren't on the screen long. They're just unique or interesting enough that they're just they feel real, and you're rooting for everybody. So, just I don't have much else to say other than you should. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely, definitely watch a good it. '90s throwback. Check out that. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I'm gonna go watch that. God, I don't know the last time I watched it. I guarantee my wife hasn't seen Trimmers, so that may be something we do. I may make her watch Trimmers sometime. But uh, I'm sure. I hope she'll. Enjoy uh, it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I can get her to watch it or not, but we'll try, right? I mean, worth a shot. Just don't tell her what it's about. Uh, just tell Reba McIntyre's in it and call it good. It's like it's like a Land Jaws, right? Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah, land jaws. That's a good way to put it, too. Oh, yeah, well, great recommendation, Jason. I really appreciate that. I'm going to definitely either watch that in my office or have her watch that with me this weekend. All right, well, that's summing up for movie recommendations this week. Guys, this is some great that's, 90s classics. All mine, yeah. You know, um, I promise every week will be classic movies, but sometimes it's good, good to go back and uh, check out the oldies and the goodies. All right. Well, you said you had a uh, a whiskey recommendation for us. Let's uh, let's ride on into the cocktail segment. Oh yeah. All right. So um, nothing nothing rare or crazy here. Um, none of the not going to recommend something you can, something stupid you can never find. Um, but uh, Johnny Walker Green. Green. It's going to be my recommendation for the week. Okay. Okay. Now you know everyone's heard Johnny Walker and mixed opinions, right? You got the red. Mix it with Coke or don't bother. <laughs> a lot of people enjoy black. black. And then you got the fancy pants blue. Mm-hmm. Overrated, but hey, it's good for impressing people, I right. suppose. Um, not many people look for the the middle ones. They've got the gold, platinum, and green. And um, green is my favorite. No joke. Definitely my favorite Johnny Walker. I like it more than blue. Yeah, I'm not a big blue fan. I bought a bit of black. I think yeah. I've had gold. I think I believe I got gold as a as a as a present for something one time 
I think we enjoyed that for a weekend uh, with all the friends out somewhere. But uh, green, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever bought. I'm sure I've seen yeah. it. Um, it's um, you know, I'm not the best um, describer of whiskey <laughs> tasting. I didn't. I haven't quite finished my sommelier training. Nah. But um, it's a uh, kind of a little sweeter. Okay. But uh, just great mouthfeel. Yeah. Great nose. You take it neat. Uh, very pleasant. You take it neat. Rocks. Splash of water. How do you how do you drink that? I, I always recommend trying to start neat, mm-hmm. and if it's a little too hot for you, because it does come in at, um, I think it's like a little under 90 proof. Oh. So, nothing crazy. A little more than average. Yeah, a little more than 80, 70, um, 80, yeah. Try it neat. If it's a little too much, add a few drops of water, maybe one ice cube, as long as you're enjoying yourself, you know. Um, it's about a 15-year blend. I think it's, I don't know how many are in there, four or so. Uh, create the blend and it uh comes in around the seventy dollar price range, give or take. And uh most it should be pretty findable. Most most larger stores have it. Um it's carried most everywhere that carries Johnny Walker. And uh yeah, definitely giving that a go sometime if you're looking for a you know mid to high tier I don't know if I'd call it high tier, but if you're looking for a good scotch. Yeah, I mean, it's $70, not a bad price point for something that's good. Not for not scotch. For scotch. Yeah. No, blended scotch or single malt, either way. Like, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. I mean, because it sounds like it's got a good age. You know, like you said, it's hit or miss with Johnny Walkers, but usually that mid, those mid-tiers are pretty much the ones that hit. I think blue is almost a, a cash grab bottle, but uh, I'll definitely have to look at that. Blue, blue is to impress people, right? Like, <laughs> hey... I gotta entertain this client, you know. I've gotta close this big meet. Hey, why don't you grab a? Let's get a bottle of blue right. or order a glass of blue. On all right, we have money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, no. For that price, there's lots of anyway. We're, 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 yeah, we're veering off into yeah. rants. <laughs> Scotch rant one on one here. Okay, that's the other. That's podcast, the other podcast. Ranting with yeah. Jason. There we go. That's Jason's upcoming next podcast with me, where I'm the co-host. Episodes are only four hours long. It's only it's one subject per episode. If you like Dan Carlin's hardcore history, you'll love Rants with Jason. They're about the same length. <laughs> yeah, it's just eight, eight hours, hours of just some angry. Is this an old retired man with nothing to do? No, he's he's in his thirties. <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off my scotch. Okay. Um, all right, moving on. So before we go raining off, uh, well, I'll stick with the cocktails and drinks uh, segment, and I'm going to suggest it is summertime, folks. It is April 14th. It is outside. It is getting warm down where I live in the south. And, uh, man, I am excited also on the whiskey train, but it is hard to day drink whiskey. It is hard because you don't, you know, a neat scotch in the night, a neat glass of bourbon in the night is one thing. Oh, boy. Politely disagree. Okay. Let's move All on. right. Well, I would, I'd say I'm going to be at brunch. <laughs> I'm going to be refreshed at a bar in the daytime or the 19th hole after 18 holes, but I just want my whiskey fix. I like a bourbon smash. Now, I okay. have come across multiple recipes, and I literally am making these tomorrow, most likely at the house, though it's supposed to be raining here. So maybe a, maybe a Sunday day drinking thing. But Literally, it is going to be great, refreshing. It's usually served in crushed ice, pour of a cru- double strain of crushed ice, which makes it just a super cold drink. You basically take any fruit you want. The basic bourbon smash comes with about half a lemon sliced up, muddled. Yeah, I think um, half an ounce of simple syrup to it. Add some mint leaves, muddle that all together. 
and then you add two ounces of bourbon and you just start double strain that over your crushed ice in a glass and you add some mint sprigs you know like a wedge of lemon if you use lemons or like a strawberry whatever, you, whatever your fruit of choice was muddled and it is so sweet refreshing a great i would say any kind of good bourbon that has a more of a sweeter more less charcoal finish to it my favorite is tx whiskey because the vanilla finish on it also i like mm. the chicken cock yes it's a name that's the name of a of a bourbon it also had a great finish for making cocktails so those are my two go-to's that, to blend together with this um but yeah that is my go-to right now drink i can't wait to make some this weekend uh we picked up some fresh mint today so i'm looking forward to that this weekend but like i said it's really easy to make you can make you can find all kinds of recipes online all different fruit variations. You can even go in and make your own syrup from your fresh fruit to go in. Wait, wait, say that again. The syrup from your fresh yeah, fruit. Yeah, yeah. So like you know how you cook down sugar and water to make a, a simple syrup. You sure. do that. You can do that with the fruit. So you basically cook down the fruit with the sugar and the water, and strain all that off, mm. and then you make it in your simple syrup. So you end up with a strawberry simple syrup, or you know whatever flavor you want yeah okay so yeah there's, and there's yeah. a lot I of like great it. tutorials for that too a lot of great bartender youtubes uh show you how to make all kinds of different syrups and they keep and in the long and short of it they're usually cheaper than going out and buying all the special syrups at the store oh so sure that makes for a great cocktail and variation too so basically just simple syrup lemon and fruit muddled mm -hmm. and mint pretty much and bourbon of course. pretty much is it it's a simple but it lightens it up, man. Citrus lightens it up. The fruit lightens up the bourbon. And you're good to go. And it's a very, very cold drink. Kind of sounds like a mint julep and a... Um, what is the lemon bourbon drink I'm thinking of? That I don't know. I'm blanking out here. You know, the ladies who want bourbon drinks tend to order it a lot. Like a, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't, I'm lost on you. I don't know. I what's the uh, what's that. the Kentucky Derby drink? With the mint? That's a mint julep, isn't it? That's the mint yeah, julep, okay. yeah. That's okay. like basically mint sugar and yeah. bourbon. Yeah, and that'll get you drunk in the famous words of Sam Jackson. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's my go-to for cocktails this week. Um, do you have any more picks for us, Jason? No, no, just the three for this okay, week. I've got two movies and a whiskey to enjoy. All right, well, I'm going to move on to the TV segment real quick. I came across an amazing show on Amazon Prime. Now, it's a little sci-fi-ish, a little bit different. Uh, and and okay. I have to say this, you do have to pay very close attention. I've had to record mm. episodes when I've looked down too long to look back up or in the middle of cooking. You can't watch a show where you cook. But it's peripheral <laughs> on Amazon Prime. It's Amazon Prime original. Okay. It stars Chloe Grace Moretz. So you know, hit girl from the kick-ass movies. Mm -hmm. uh, she's fantastic in it. Uh, but it's a very brilliant show. And so they've base part of the show takes place i think maybe 10 to 12 years in the future from now and then there's another part of the show that it basically i won't spoil anything so you need to watch it it deals it's kind of ready player one-ish there's a mm -hmm. headset link up and and things like that uh, but it deals with a little bit of time travel a little bit altered altered futures stuff like that it's 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 very science fiction very well done it's got a lot of other moving parts that happen in the real world and in the future world, in the future, future world. So I'll just say, that, yeah. 
Is it funny? Oh no, uh, d- uh, dark. I would say drama. I would say it's dark action. Yeah. So there's there's a okay. of action, but there's some, definitely some dark parts. Um, definitely some some weird parts. Like I said, very science fiction. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something uh, like that's well known in science fiction you could tie it to. Um, but man, I don't know. I guess if you take Edge Tomorrow and Ready Player One and okay. mix them together, you might have something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, in a series, a series, right? How many? So how how many are there? As now? one season, and I believe it's eight eight episodes okay. long, eight or ten episodes long. So it's on Amazon Prime Original. Yeah, Peripheral. All right. Yeah. So that was a good show. I stumbled across. Well, I saw her. I saw Chloe Grace Moretz. I was like, hey, I like her. I'll check this out. And I was like, the first episode had me going, okay. And being a video game guy too, when they hooked up a video game to be part of it, I was like, wait, what? So. It got me. Got you hooked yeah, right it got there. got me pretty good. So there's a good family. She's got a All good right. family dynamic. And anyway, overall, great show. That's my recommendation for Amazon Prime. Streaming this week is peripheral on Amazon Prime. All right. Well, guys, I'll take a little ad yeah. break for a second. I'm talking about our sponsor. Our sponsor is Shank It Golf at shankitgolf.com. They're an up-and-coming brand. They've got everything from gloves, polos, hats. Now, this is for more of the sarcastic golfer. I'll put it that way. It's not for your everyday dad and, you know, those people who are going to, um, well, let's say, dress more casual and dress more impressed and play with the mother-in-law. This is for those those friends and those guys that are want to be more comedic. I know, I uh, think, uh, think one of the hats is something about cart girls number one fan, stuff like that. So, you know, but I did get a, I did get a pretty cool hat from there. Uh, it's paint splattered and... Um, it's got a little skull with cross golf clubs on it. Uh, great looking stuff. But they are our first and only sponsor of the moment for this week's picks. And you can get 15% off with use the coupon code TWPICKS13. That coupon code is TWPICKS13 at shankitgolf.com. So, yeah, go check them out. Get you some cool stuff. They just launched their summer polos and so I think some summer hats. So go check those guys out at Shake It Golf, and we appreciate them sponsoring this week's picks. So, uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, all right, that takes care of the media. Now for our favorite segment of this show is when I have Ryan's stupid fucking parlay. So being that I'm into sports gambling, um, I like to just make up stupid, stupid leg parlays, try to make some money, and this is one of those fun ones this week. I don't have the exact plus minus on this one, but going in, that we're starting the NHL playoffs on the 17th. Uh, I have your picks here. Are the Bruins, Stars, Rangers to win their series. And if you want to add one more to that, the NBA parlay with it had the Golden State Warriors to win their series. So I believe the only probably weak point in that is the Rangers. Winning their series. I think that's that that division, that side is so tough and strong. It's going to be a tough first round for them. But I say Rangers in seven on that one. So the second goal, the second gambling pick I have for y'all is what I'm going to call Nix's pick, which is my guaranteed lock futures right now. And I have the Bruins, the Boston Bruins, winning the Stanley Cup playoff, uh, Stanley Cup championship. So um, that's a kind of easy pick because they just set the records for NHL wins in a season, points in a season, and won the President's Trophy. But the President's Trophy comes with a curse. So we'll see what happens. So they can undo the curse that hit the Florida Panthers last year. I think they had the Florida Panthers in the first round. So 
those are my gambling picks this week. I caught one, a future on the NHL, NHL and NBA playoffs. And then Nix's pick, which is the lock for the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup. I think the Bruins are winning the Stanley Cup is like plus 240 right now. So, yeah, I don't know. So that's kind of what I follow. That's the big sports I got left out this week so far. Any thoughts, Jason? Uh, good luck. Good luck. Good luck on your picks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now we'll see how it goes. I also have a stupid over-under on tonight's baseball games, but it's too late to put those out. But anyway, all right, guys. Well, that's our picks this week. I appreciate Jason getting with me this week and uh, and, and doing his research. I think we've had a great time. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, this is the first episode, so bear with us. As it comes out, the editing might be weird. Um, the uh, work on intro and outro music and stuff. And like I said, go check out Shank It Golf for all your golfing needs. Um, if nothing else, that's all the time we have for this week. Check out our picks. Please hit us up. We'll have social media up by the next week's uh, episode. Again, appreciate your time. Appreciate hanging out with us. Jason? Uh, yeah, have a good all one. Right. Enjoy the movies. Oh, man, I enjoyed it, sir. You have a good day. Take care. Bye.